Well, hello. And welcome to the podcast. It has been a little bit since I have posted anything. And I'm going to be painfully honest today during this podcast. And hopefully um, me sharing my journey will encourage you in yours. I am recording this at 1030 in the morning on Sisterhood um, Friday night. Uh, We have over 1,100 people signed up, which is absolutely mind-boggling of the amount of people that are coming and what God's going to do tonight. My heart is just so expectant, and I haven't posted a podcast in weeks. Honestly, it's one of those that I feel like it's like all of us. Um, We get inside of our heads and we start questioning everything. And in fact, I even was talking to one of my really close friends, uh, Nancy, who I call Mama, and I told her, I was like, you know, I don't even know if I have anything good to say anymore. Like, I just don't even know if anything I say even matters, if it's even good. And um, she's like, Crystal, like, of course you have good things to say. But I think it's kind of like we go on this journey, right? Like God calls us and we're doing things, we're doing big things. And as long as we're keeping the momentum of taking steps, everything is really great. But if we give ourselves permission to um, lean into fear for even just for a moment, like it's funny how the first decision we make to lean into fear, it's like it's there and then it gets easier and easier to just keep leaning into that resistance. And it starts out in like a whisper, right? Like, you don't have anything good to say. Like, nobody even cares um, what you're saying. And then it just keeps growing. And then before you know it, it's not just a lie anymore. It's your truth because now you're building your life around it. And um, that's kind of how I was like the last few weeks. Like, I don't know that I am giving value. I don't know what I need to say, if there's anything even good to say. (laughs) And so I just kept myself from hitting record. I just stopped putting the discipline in place that I knew to put in place. And I was talking to um, a friend of mine that goes to our church and he was talking about his business and he was getting advice from me on some things. And he was talking about a podcast that he had listened to. And in that podcast, um, they had remarked that if you only go to the gym when you feel like it, like you're never going to get results. Like if you wait till you feel like going to the gym to go to the gym, Like you're never, ever going to hit your goals. And he's like, it's the same way in showing up in social media, showing up on our goals, showing up for whatever it is that's in our heart. Like we have to do it even when we don't feel like doing it. And it's through that discipline that we start seeing results. And I just want to encourage you, like listening today, wherever this finds you, maybe you've been given in to the voice of fear and maybe you've been like me, like, I don't have anything good to say. Like, what is my unique value that I have to offer to the world? Like, there's tons of podcasts. There's tons of things. Like, why does it matter? And the reason why it matters is because God puts it in your heart. And the one thing that God's really had me observing in my life is what are the things that I can't stop doing? Like, what are the things that I can't help but do? And those are indicators to your God calling and God purpose. And those are usually the areas also where the enemy's going to attack you the most because he knows that's where you feel called. He knows that's where you feel purpose. And I want to declare over you that heaven is leaning over the rails, wondering if you'll be as courageous as God thinks you are. 
I love when you read through the Bible and you hear of all the things that God does. And I'm reading through the Old Testament again. And I love how God continuously tells his people like, hey, I'm going to fight for you. Um, I love in Deuteronomy chapter three, verse 24, it says that God's only begun to show his greatness and his mighty hand. And so that to me just lets me know that like, I've only just scratched the surface of all that God's going to do. Like whatever victories you've seen, whatever good things you've seen God do, like I want to declare for you that there's more where that came from. There's more of God's grace. There's more of his victory. There's more of his favor. There's more of his provision. Whatever you need, like you've only just scratched the surface. Like he's only just begun of all the good things that he wants to do in your life. And it's us choosing to trust him in the journey and it's us choosing to continue. And I love this so much because when you read through Deuteronomy, just side note, uh, Deuteronomy one through three will give you pretty much a summation of the like of the journey of the Israelites. Like you can get the Cliff Notes version in just Deuteronomy one through three. But I love that it says that, and Moses recorded their starting points. And I love that it has like a whole chapter of starting points, which is almost comical because it's like, it wasn't a starting point. Like Moses, they started on the first starting point, but it's all starting points to God because every day in their journey, the little by little that God took them those 40 years, every day was a new starting point. Every day they had to choose to begin again. And it made me think about the scripture in Psalms that says that his mercies are new every morning. And every day is a fresh starting point. Every day, it's a choice for us to use our voice today. Every day, it's the choice to be courageous today. Every day, it's the choice to believe today. It's not what you didn't do yesterday. It's not what you're going to do tomorrow. It's not where you failed yesterday. And it's not your failures of tomorrow. It's what you're choosing to do right now today. And I'm going to declare this over you again, that heaven's leaning over the rails wondering if you'll be as courageous as God thinks that you are. See, God put a big dream and a big purpose on your life because he knew that he was able to perform it. It was never about you. Um, I love when you read through the Bible and you hear the story of Gideon. When you look on where it says that the spirit of God came upon Gideon, the Bible uses word pictures. The way that their language was, was word pictures. And so when you see something like put on, it's actually a word picture. So in that Greek Hebrew mindset, they would read that and their mind would immediately see an image. And that word image of God would put the the Holy Spirit on Gideon. It's actually a word picture of he puts him on like a glove. And I want you to think about this, that when God's using your life, He's putting you on like a glove. So when you think about a glove, there's nothing special about the glove, right? The glove is only as powerful and it can only be used in the way that the hand uses it. It's just a glove. Like a glove by itself on a shelf is nothing. It's meaningless. Like it can't do anything. It can't, you know, pull out weeds in a flower bed. It can't lift heavy loads. It can't do anything great. But when the hand goes in it, That's what makes a glove powerful. And I want you to think about your life, that God wants to put you on like a glove. Like it was never about you. God called you because he knew he was able. And when you read through Deuteronomy 1 through 3, you see how God points to his strength. God points to his faithfulness. God points to his ability. And it's just us surrendering to that. It's us surrendering to, okay, God, 
you put a message in my heart. And so I'm going to be faithful and putting it out there, whether that's writing an Instagram post, whether it's showing up on your stories, whether it's hitting record on your podcast, whether it's launching your online course, whether it's being a voice at your workplace, whether it's standing up for what's right in social reform, whatever it is. It's just you choosing to obey that passion, that burning desire inside of you. And you say, okay, God, if this is the area that you want to put me on, I'll let you put me on in this area. Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. I love this so much. It said, is it by grace you have been saved through faith? It is not of yourselves. It is the free gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. See, we're all just gloves. We are all just gloves. We are absolutely nothing unless the grace and the goodness of God comes upon our lives. And when he does, it's him through us that makes us great. See, God isn't concerned about the outcomes. As He isn't as concerned about the outcomes as we are. He wants us to be His while we try. That's all He really wants for our lives. He's really not concerned about the outcome. He just wants us to be fully surrendered to whatever He wants along the way. And I believe that when we begin to do that, then all of a sudden we begin to see God do incredible things. And I want to ask you a question. Have you blown it lately? And are you letting that setback convince you that God thinks less of you? See, whenever we don't show up in whatever it is, it's always harder to start back that momentum, right? It's easier to direct something that's in motion than to, to get something moving that's been still. So it's like, it's easier to show up to the gym. Like I I remember whenever I made the decision that I was going to start working out five days a week, I thought it was going to be so hard to show up five days a week because I was doing three days a week. But actually, I found that it's easier to do five days a week than it is three. You know why? Because it's part of my daily rhythm. It's part of who I am. Like, it's not something I stop and start all the time now. It's something that I continuously do. So the momentum is there. And I want you to think about that whenever we fail, what it does is the failure is about stopping the momentum of what God's doing. And whenever that happens, then we begin to magnify our fears. We begin to magnify every limiting belief, every negative thing that uh, the enemy's been whispering to us. Um, Again, in Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 25, it says, This day, God says, I will begin to put uh, the dread and fear of you upon the peoples who are under the whole heavens, who shall hear the report of you and shall tremble tremble and be in anguish because of you. See, God is saying this to his people because his people were actually fearful of the enemy. They were so terrified of the people that they were up against. They were so terrified about their circumstance. They were so terrified about the battle. They were so terrified about the situation. And God's like, hey, I'm troubling the thing that's troubling you. And I love this so much because in us being fearful of what to do and if we should release our voice, if we should do what God's put in our heart, like while we're feeling that fear, God's already troubling the thing that's troubling us. And so here they were paralyzed by fear. The Israelites were not realizing that God had already made their enemy fearful of them. 
And so it makes me think about in our life, like the victory is sure because God's fighting for us. He's already on our side. And where are we talking ourselves out of the promises of God, the provision of God, the things that God wants to do in our lives? What if we just begin to decide, okay, I'm going to just begin to show up. I'm going to show up in whatever capacity it is. If it's whatever it is, just fill in the blank. What is the thing that you've been putting off? What is the thing that you're like, oh, when I'm more prepared, when I when I have something to say, when I have it all put together? No, the best time to start is like right now. The best time to start is right now with what you have and with where you are and just choosing, I'm going to do it. And so this cycles back to my whole thing. Um, I was laying on my desk and literally I had my head laying on my desk and I was telling Mama, I just don't feel like I have anything good to say. And she's like, Crystal, you have plenty good to say. Like the only problem is you're just not saying it. And I began to think about how all of us, we are frustrated at the results that we're not seeing from the work that we're not doing. And if we'll just choose to show up, like we'll see that everything we need is already there. It's already waiting for us. It's already there. We just have to make the choice to show up. And I've thought about her words and I still didn't hit record for the podcast. And a couple days went by and, and I was talking to a friend of mine. And as I'm talking to him and giving him business advice, I was like, oh my gosh, I am so good at this. Like, I'm so good at this. And it just built confidence in me that sometimes we're so afraid of if what we'll need is going to be there when we step out, but it's always there. It's always there. Like God puts it in our hearts because he wants to meet us in the pursuit. Like while we're pursuing it, we got to realize that it's pursuing us. And it's when we step out to do that God dream within our heart, no matter what it is, that we'll realize that it's already, like everything we need's already been prepared for. It's already waiting for us. And even like this for sisterhood, you know, I'm sitting here just hours before over a thousand women are going to gather together to lift up the name of Jesus. And I think about that because God stirred my heart to do this. God stirred my heart to release a message. But at the same time, God was stirring over a thousand people's hearts to be able to receive. He was stirring a thousand people's hearts to want to lean into what God was saying. And so in my yes came their yes also. And I want to declare in your life that whatever it is that God's been stirring in you, he's also stirring the people who are going to be the receivers of that thing. So whether it's going to be the readers to that blog, they're waiting for you. Whether it's going to be the people that are going to consume your product for your business, they're waiting for you. Whether it's whatever, you fill in the blank. Like God's already, maybe it's something in your house that you've been wanting to do with your kids. Like God's already stirring your kids to say yes to the thing, the God dream that you have inside your heart. And it's as we step out in it that God begins to put us on like a glove. And it's not because we're great and it's not because we have it all together, but it's just that we allow God to use our lives. And when we allow God to use our lives, something beautiful begins to happen because a glove on a shelf will never do anything. A glove on a shelf will never have any marks of achievement, but a glove when put onto the hand of an almighty God there's nothing that it can't do. The loaves and the fish in the Bible were just loaves and fish. They weren't enough to feed anybody. 
But when they were put into the hands of the one who created the heavens and the earth, they became a feast for thousands. The same is true in our lives. Our life will only be as powerful as the hand that's in us, the hand that's moving in our life. And when we allow God's hand to begin to go to work, then all of a sudden amazing things happen. But we've got to get off the shelf. We've got to let him put them on. We've got to let him begin to use our lives. And so what is the yes that God has been waiting on from you? What is the yes that God has been waiting on from you? And can I challenge you that today's a good day to start? Today's a good day to decide to do whatever it is that has been burning within your heart. Today's a great day to make your first step. So, hey, um, if you could do me a favor and uh, share this podcast with anybody that you know that might need a little bit of encouragement. You guys do an incredible job at sharing this podcast. I'm amazed how I haven't recorded this podcast in weeks and literally it's just continued to grow. Um, you guys just continue to share it with people and I can never tell you thank you enough uh, for doing that. It means the world to me. So, hey, I love you guys and uh, let's do, do something really awesome for God this week.